Well, good evening, everyone. I just can we just honor the worship team tonight and let's give them a clap. We want to honor them and the youth that helped me out tonight, Hannah and Constance. Woohoo! So thankful for them. Uh, thank you to Rick and to Davis and Mark as well for helping and and for our ladies making sure that everyone is um, healthy to be in here. So I'm super thankful for that. Um, for those of you who do not know who I am, my name is Jennifer Pete, and I have the distinct honor and privilege to serve as the youth minister here at Good Shepherd. And I, I just want to, um, you guys have amazing youth. I just want to share that. Yeah, you guys have some amazing youth, and we, um, it was such a privilege a couple of weeks ago to get together and to have a retreat, and God is doing new things in your youth, and I'm so excited. And so, youth, I just want to say, those of you that are watching, and I hope you're watching, um, and those that are in here, I'm proud of you, and I love you, and I don't want you to ever forget that. So... I know we've been standing a lot, but I would like to ask you if you would stand one more time so that um, as we read the living and active word of God. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with singing joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to reach each generation. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. So, Father, I thank you so much for this time to come and gather as a family during this blessing Thanksgiving. We just, um, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. I pray that um, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart would glorify you and would magnify your name today. I thank you for the words that you will speak in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. And while you're doing that, I also want to uh, thank Pastor Jeremy for allowing me the privilege to share the word tonight. In reflecting in all of the Psalms, we find that the majority of the Psalms that we read have some type of woe is me. Man, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry, I'm sad, I'm disappointed, I want to run away or whatever. And then the psalm turns into, but God, you are the river that never runs dry or, you know, praises, praises the Lord. But this psalm is different because it begins with thanksgiving. In fact, the title in my Bible says, a psalm of thanksgiving. This is a chance that the author, and as we have discovered in youth Sunday school, that there are 40-plus authors for the entire Bible, and I said 40-plus because we don't know how many, (laughs) and Psalms has quite a few different authors, so we don't know specifically who wrote this one. But regardless, it was an opportunity to give thanks to the Lord. 
Now, as I was reading this and preparing, and um, what really struck me was verses 4 and 5. And if, and this is a spoiler alert for everyone, if you by chance receive the weekly update from Aldersgate Renewal Ministries that will come out tomorrow, you might see something familiar from this. Verse 4 says, To enter his gates with thanksgiving and go into his courts with praise. To give thanks to him and praise his name. So, you know um, that I have a 12-year-old daughter. And when she was a lot younger, um, we watched princess movies. Every princess movie. For about 3,000 times or more. And, well, and then we got the subsequent princess dress, which then included all the glitter. I, I cannot imagine when they were cleaning our apartment after we had moved out how much glitter they cleaned up um, from the carpet cleaners. But I think about, you know, when a princess, they live somewhat in a castle. At least we hope they live in a castle. Um, I also think of, you know, not just princess movies, but the movie The Princess Bride, where they may say, have fun storm in the castle. Um, But there's a wall around the castle, and there's a gate to walk through it. And I'm a visual learner, so I'm thinking of these things. There's a gate that you walk through, and then there's the room where the king or the queen would sit with their advisors, and that would be the court. Not necessarily a room, but it can be. And so this morning, as I was preparing and praying through the sermon, I thought about... And the Lord gave me a picture of King Jesus sitting on his throne and the angels, the advisors that were standing around him. So, with that visual in mind, how many of you know this song? I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. And we will stop there. (laughs) We would sing this all of the time. And if I continue to share things, you'll know that I'll be sharing things from Aldersgate because, well, what I do. But we would sing that song as we would come up the aisle waving our offerings before the Lord. Um, And, you know, just thinking about, you know, singing, that's what we're doing. We're offering our praise to God. We're giving him thanks for all he has provided. And here is our offering back to him. So this concept of entering his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, it's simple, right? It's easy, right? If it's simple and easy, we should do it all of the time, right? Now, if you are someone that does this all of the time and has no hindrance I really would like to talk to you afterwards. (laughs) Because maybe we enter his gates with complaining. Or entering with frustration. And then we go into his courts with fear or with grumbling. I don't know about you, But I'm not perfect. Insert huge gasp here. 
I saw that to the person that's watching on the, I heard that, the person that's watching on the internet, and you know exactly who you are. I'm not perfect. I don't enter his gates daily with praise and thanksgiving. I don't enter his courts with the praise. In fact, I've entered a lot with complaining. That's the first thing I come to, or grumbling, or frustration, or shame, or something like that. In fact, it's a lot of whining. My dad's here. He might share with you about times that I would whine, or maybe not, because then I'd be too embarrassed and I'd have to go away. But, you know, a lot of times I might whine about something like, the Internet is down again. Sometimes I actually go to Brian about that one. But, or the internet is down, or my phone's not working, and it's all first world problems. <laughs> it's usually petty. But you know, when I enter his gates with grumbling, and I enter his courts with complaining, there's no joy, there's no peace. You know, and sometimes, I kind of picture this too, sometimes he's sitting on his throne and he's listening and listening because I keep going on and on and on. I wonder if once I'm done, he's like, you done yet? But I know that I have had times when I have entered his gates with thanksgiving and have entered his courts with praise. And you know what? When I do that first, it's amazing. The atmosphere is different. Things are different because I'm praising him. I'm thanking him for who he is and what he has done in my life. And I'm thanking him. um, And as I'm thanking him, there's peace. There's joy that comes to me. And now, it is appropriate at times to come before him with some concerns. You notice I did not say complaining. But to come to him with concerns, and yes, fears, anger, frustration, shame. It's okay to bring those. But I found that sometimes I come thinking I'm going to bring that complaint, and then instead I enter with thanksgiving and with praise. And I don't even go to that area. I don't go to that place. Beginning with thankfulness, beginning with praise, and beginning with adoration. When it comes from our lips, and we sing the song, your praise will be ever beyond my lips. When we do that, and we thank our good, good Father for who he is, things change and things are different. So, Why don't we do that all the time? You ready? I'm about to say something very shocking. I'm human. Huge huge gasp. I forget what God has done, especially in the midst of hard times. We are in one. We're walking through one right now. I got to be honest. I've had a hard time entering his gates with Thanksgiving this year. A lot of times there was a lot of complaining, mainly about my new new job title of a homeschool mom. It's been hard 
it's broken my heart what has happened. I had shared um, with our youth at the youth retreat about how the Lord used a visual example for me to understand a relationship with Jesus. And while I'm not going to draw the stick figures, but they were pretty cool stick figures. I, I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, yes, we, we apparently had hippie Jesus is what they said. Um, I've said I don't draw. <laughs> but I talked about how what, what, I, what I saw that day that helped, um, that the Lord used in order to get me into the relationship with Jesus was two basically cliffs and a big, huge hole in it. And then the person drew a cross and Jesus was standing on that cross. And as I was walking towards the cross, he held out his hand and said, come with me. And so then when I would walk hand in hand with Jesus across the cross, across to the other side, there was so much joy and so much peace. And that I'm able to enter his gates with thanksgiving and praise because look what he did. He saved me from falling down to the bottom of a pit. Because see, he wants to walk with us. He wants to do that. But sometimes we think we can do it on our own. So we let go. Good news is, is Jesus is right there. He's walking with us, but sometimes we let go and we try to do something. You see, Jesus says that um, it's not all going to be um, roses and happy things. He says that we will run into trouble, but he has overcome the world. So I submit to you and me. <laughs> That as children of God, we need to praise him and thank him for everything. In every season. In the good and the bad. In the small and the big. We need to change our attitude from grumbling to an attitude of gratitude and not let go of his hand. I was listening to a friend's sermon this past week about um, how we need to have a continual sacrifice of praise, even in the hard times, even when we don't want to be thankful. We have to get out of our own way. And being a disciple is sacrificing those things, picking up our cross and following after him. I challenged the youth the other week about how we need to be thankful in all things. We need to be thankful for indoor plumbing. I'm just going to say I'm thankful for that because I cannot, I mean, I've used an outhouse before. It's not very pleasant. Um, thankful for indoor plumbing. Thankful that we woke up this morning. We need to be thankful for all of that. Entering his courts with praise. Entering his gates with thanksgiving. So why do we do this? Why are we to do this? Well, verse 5 says, For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues in each generation. It didn't stop. His love is unfailing. He is good. He is faithful in all generations. 
God has done amazing work in our lives. And so I want to challenge us all to remember all that he has done and to continue, have a continual sacrifice of praise, to never let go of his hand. So as I, as I close, I want to um, read another version of this same psalm. And I want to encourage you to do what the psalm says. So it might be a little stretch. But this is another opportunity to give a sacrifice of praise to our loving Father. On your feet now, applaud God. On your feet now and applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. (laughs) Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into his presence. No, <laughs> when I ask for participation, I really get it. Know this, God is God. And God, God. He made us. This gets me. We didn't make him. We are his people. And his well-tended sheep. Here's fun, something fun. Enter with the password... Thank you. Make yourselves at home talking praise. Thank him. Worship him. For God is sheer beauty, all generous in love, loyal always and forever. Let us pray. Lord, we just enter your gates with thanksgiving, and we enter your courts with praise. And Lord, I pray that we can get out of the human part of us so that that is the first thing we do when we come into your presence. That we stand and we applaud you. That we enter with the password of thank you. We thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do as we continually offer a sacrifice of praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. As we sing the hymn of commitment today, I would invite you in just a few moments, we're going to be receiving communion. So if you want to gather your communion elements at home, uh, in just a few moments, you can join us in communion.
Please be seated. The people of Israel, in the days of Jesus and even in these days, gather once a year to hear the story of how God provided for the people of Israel. We call it Passover, but it is where our communion liturgy and our, our, our act of communion really comes from. It is a time to hear how God provided and to give thanks to Yahweh for all that He continues to do. And so tonight, as thankful people, we gather remembering that on that night, when Jesus was with His friends in that upper room, the Bible tells us that He took bread He gave thanks. Blessed are you, God of the universe, who brings forth the grains of the field. He broke the bread. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, given for you for the forgiveness of sins. Take, and eat. When supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks. Blessed are you, O God of the universe, who brings forth the grapes of the vine. He shared it with his friends and said, Drink this, all of it. This is the blood of the new covenant, my blood, which will be poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Drink this as often as you do in remembrance of me. And on this eve of thanksgiving, as we give to God thanks for all that He does, we thank Him tonight for this sacrifice of new life in the new covenant. Let us pray. For all that You do, O God, we give You thanks. Now, Lord, we ask that You would pour out Your Holy Spirit upon these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us, the body and blood of Christ, that we might be redeemed and be the body and blood of Christ for this world. By your Spirit, make us one with you, one with each other in service to all of your world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his table. All honor is yours. All glory is yours. All thanks is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. My friends, in the United Methodist Church, we celebrate an open table. All are welcome to this gift of grace, God's love. Tonight, we will be taking communion the way that we have been taking communion as a family 
uh, most recently. There will be communion cups that Susan will place on the communion rail. I would invite you to come. And I think you're kind of separated in such a way, so we'll do here and then here and then just continue our way back. Come down the center aisle, please. Pick up a communion cup that has the bread and take it back to your seat and hold on to it until we all have an opportunity to have our communion and then we will take it together. The table of the Lord is ready. Will you come? Again, come to the center aisle and come down and then go back to your seats with your communion and then we'll take it together. of Christ which has been broken a gift of love the blood of Christ which has been shed a gift of God's love bake, eat take, drink and remember God's love for you and be thankful. Through this holy mystery, O God, you continue to reveal yourself to us, your love, your grace, your salvation. Now, Lord, continue to use us, make us a thankful people as we go forth in service to you singing praise as we enter your gates. We give you thanks, O God. In Christ's name, amen. So as we close out this evening, I'm going to give you a challenge. And you, be prepared. I'm going to ask you this next week. That's why I really hope you're watching. I challenge you to enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Have a continual sacrifice of praise. This last song that we are going to do is something that I have been singing for a very long time. It has ministered to me 
It reminds me of all God has done, all he is doing, and all he is going to continue to do. We've been through a lot of stuff in our lives this year, but God is good in all of it. Therefore, we need to thank him.
So go forth, brothers and sisters, and receive all he has for you. Not just some, all. Enter with the password, thank you. And make yourselves home in his presence, talking praise. In Jesus' name, amen.